Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Tuck 1370's Ask the Experts. I'm your host, Casey Johns. This is the show that's all about your home, your health, your life, and more with our rotating cast of experts. You can find more details and past episodes online at talk1370.com slash experts. You can also email us your questions for our experts. Ask the experts at talk1370.com. Joining us this week, the law office of Shade Ogunbode. Shade, welcome to Ask the Experts. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Let's get right into it. Uh, you know, a problem that I'm sure some of our listeners have faced, um, you know, money can get tight at times. I want to save my home from foreclosure. What are my options? Um, oh, that's a great question. I think the options would depend on what the end goal would be for each individual. Um, but generally speaking, you have several options um, when facing foreclosure. If if your exit strategy is to sell, um, it's to get out from underneath the mortgage, then you're looking at selling, of course. Um, and a private sale is always better than a forced sale. Um, if you're um, end goal is to keep the home, then you, you will want to look into reinstatement, which means that you would pay the back owed amount, um, either by taking out a private loan from friends and family or um, by sorting it out in a repayment plan, which is also another way to reinstate um, so that the loan is back to good. A reinstatement plan just means that on top of your regular monthly mortgage payments, you'll have a tiny little amount added on top until you get caught back up on the back owed um, amounts. The other thing that you could ask for, depending on your circumstances, would be a forbearance agreement. That tends to forgive a portion of the back owed amount so that you don't have to worry about it. And sometimes it would defer that uh, back owed amount to the very end of your mortgage term. So then it's due in 30, um, at the end of the 30-year period instead of right now. Um, some people would look into a short sale. We can talk about that later in a little bit more. It's a sort of a sale where you sell for less than you, you, you pay off the loan for less than the amount that you actually owe on it. So those are different kinds of options, and there are many other ones out there, like yeah. as, assumption and things like that. Yeah, definitely some options and something that, you, that uh, if you do find yourself in a situation where it's you're having trouble making your mortgage payment, you want to get ahead of it and uh, you know not have it turn into a, a situation that's spiraling out of control. Let's say I receive a notice of sale from the lender. What do I need to do as soon as I receive that? Um, when you receive that notice of sale, that's almost at the very tail end of the process, meaning that there is an actual foreclosure date. So usually the foreclosure will be in a few weeks. The first thing you want to do is to call the lender. Um, if you don't feel like talking to somebody like me, like a lawyer right away, call the lender and let them know your intentions so that the lender can figure out whether there are what we call loss mitigation options. Your loss mitigation options are some of the things that I already mentioned a, a couple of minutes ago. And on top of that, you might be eligible for a loan modification. So try to talk to the lender, let them know what's going on. Sometimes it's just um, illness in the family or death in the family. 
family or loss of a job. Um, and that way, if the lender says no, then you call the lawyer next. But the last thing you want to do is to ignore that notice because it's always harder to reverse a sale than to prevent it. Let's say, perfect, perfectly going into my next question, let's say I have ignored it and that foreclosure sale date is next week. Is it too late to stop it? Um, um, we definitely encourage you to contact us sooner than later, right? So early, preve- early intervention is always the best and prevention is always better than trying to cure it. Um, if it's next week, actually you do have options. Um, your options are more limited and the legal intervention is going to be a little bit more costly. Uh, but we, what we tend to do at my law firm is to go to the court and you know pretty much throw yourself at the mercy of the judge and ask for a restraining order. A restraining order is just exactly as it sounds. The, the bank or the mortgage lender would be restrained from following through with the foreclosure temporarily because uh, loss of a home is an extreme thing for most families. So most of the time we, we get those, um, 90% of the time we will get those approved by the judge. So that can be done up until the day before the foreclosure in fact, in some cases, we get them the day of the foreclosure when the, the homeowners waited too, too long. Our guest today is Shade Ogunbude. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments, if you're finding yourself in a foreclosure situation, don't ignore the problem. It's not going to go away. Call Shade today, 512-693-7117, on the web at shadelegal.com. That's S-A-D-E legal.com. Shade, if the foreclosure's already happened, can I get any of the equity that I've built up in my home back? Uh, yes, uh, most times you can. So when we're talking about foreclosures, there are different types, right? So sometimes the county is the one that did the foreclosure because I failed to pay my property taxes. And sometimes it's just a, a mortgage lender because I, I uh, failed to pay my mortgage payments. So when it's the county that does the foreclosure, your equity... Uh, that you have is in there because the amount of the sale exceeded the amount that you owed in taxes. So under Texas law anyway, and most of the states as well, you are entitled to collect that overage uh, is what we call it. And also if a mortgage lender would do the sale, you can still contact the mortgage lender to try to um, get your equity back. At least you can get most of it back because there will be costs involved, like the the lender's attorney's fees, uh, late penalties, um, and many, many, many times escrow deficit. So, but you still get to get a balance back. Uh, most of the people out there would need a professional to help them with that. So you will definitely want to talk to a lawyer if you think that there's some equity there that you can claim back. Here's a, here's a crazy idea. What if I refuse just to sign for the certified mail from the lender? Can it will it just go away at that point, or can the lender still foreclose? Uh, no, <laughs> don't do it, that. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, um, I would suggest that you definitely sign for any kind of certified mail. Don't run away from process servers. Um, don't avoid them. You know, avoidance is what leads to the most adverse result. Um, so I think go ahead and sign for it. I know it's overwhelming when this is going on. The more um, the more you sign for things and open the mail, the more control you have of the process. So open it, and the law says that ignorance is no excuse. So if you actually refuse to claim that certified mail, all that the law requires is that the lender proves that they've deposited it into the post office system. So if they can prove with a tracking number that they did that, then you're at fault. Regardless of whether you got it or not, as long as they took the step to deliver it, they're covered. Yes, that's right. Let's talk about loan modifications. That's a term that's thrown around a lot. Does the lender have to give me a loan modification? Um, No, the lender is not obligated to give you a loan modification. If you 
uh, here the phrase itself, it's a modification of the original loan agreement. So it's an optional thing because the mortgage loans that typically uh, contract under contract law, a contract between the homeowner and a lender, and the law doesn't really force people to change the terms of their own contracts um, under this kind of situation. So the loan modification is optional, but they are required to review your loan modification application in good faith. And if I find myself in a foreclosure situation, I've, I've been foreclosed upon, how soon do I have to move out after that process completes? Um, when, when, when the foreclosure happens, you will get a notice letting you know that there's a new owner or that the bank has already taken back the house or the home. Um, you do not have to move out at all, actually. You don't have to move out until you have an order from a court saying that you must move out. So they will send you some notices, um, a notice to vacate, you know, trying to get you out of there. Um, what I suggest, of course, is to try to work something out with the new owner or the lender to ask for more time if they're very different difficult, then you just have to take your time to find a new place and relocate. A lot of lenders will give you what we call cash for keys um, or new owners that are investors who sometimes offer you an incentive to move you out quicker. You're welcome to accept that if it works for your situation. Um, they can give you sometimes between $2,000 to $10,000 for that. Um, if you absolutely, absolutely need a lot of time, then I would say let the lender go through the legal system to evict you. Interesting information and a situation that you might find yourself in. Foreclosure, unable to make your mortgage payments, or as Shade mentioned earlier, maybe you've got a problem making your property tax payments. We know property taxes continue to rise here in Central Texas as growth is just out the wazoo. If you find yourself in a problem, Shade is here to offer you a free consultation. ShadeLegal.com. That's S-A-D-E Legal.com. 512-693-7117. Foreclosure, defense, and more. ShadeLegal.com. Again, S-A-D-E Legal.com. Also, 512-693-7117. The law office of Shade Ogunbode. We're going to step aside for a couple of minutes and come back here on Ask the Experts. After the break, we'll talk about short sales, unpaid taxes, and more. It's all things real estate foreclosure today. Here with our guest, Shade Ogunbode. You're listening to Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. Nothing in this material should be construed as specific legal advice for your particular situation. For case-specific legal advice, please contact the law office directly. Please note also that most of the content is geared toward Texas state law. This material is provided as educational in nature, and no attorney-client relationship is construed. Talk 1370. And welcome back to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts. Our guest today, we're talking real estate foreclosure with the expert in that department, the law office of Shade Ogunbode. Shade herself is here to join us answering your questions on real estate foreclosure. Shade, before the break, we were talking about a lot of uh, different ways that how kind of how the process works as far as foreclosure. Let's say the lender, um, when I'm talking to my lender, they suggest a short sale. Is it advisable for me to do that? Talk a little bit about what a short sale is for our listeners that might not know. And then, yeah, whether that's a good move for everyone or does it depend on uh, the situation? Yes. Um, so the short sale um, is is what it sounds like. So when you're selling the property privately um, by yourself, and if there's a mortgage on there, usually you pay off the mortgage loan in full. 
and then you can sell the property. In this case, in a short sale, um, we're saying that the sale price under that contract is not enough to satisfy the mortgage loan. So it is a short sale in that sense. Um, when that happens, normally the lender is allowed to take a to, to come back after the homeowner for the balance uh, of what's remaining. So let's say that the the total on the loan is $200,000 and I'm able to sell it on the market after listing it for months and months. I only get an offer for 150000 I would approach the lender and say, listen, I've been trying to sell this for a while and it's not selling at two hundred or more. So the, the most I can get is one fifty. Would you be okay with that? So the lender would say yes or no. Um, usually you, you need a professional that's good at at this, like a realtor that's familiar with this or a lawyer to help you. And they push that through to the lender and convince the lender that the numbers aren't adding up. And then the lender would allow you to pay it off at 150000 but on condition that you walk away with very little or nothing um, from that sale. So that's what a short sale is. Um, the deficiency part, I always ask that you make sure that the short sale agreement says that they will not come after you for the balance ever. Um, the short sale is not advisable in most cases, in my opinion, um, not in this Austin market anyway, because the, the prices are good. The market is very strong. It's a seller's market for the most part. So don't do a short sale unless you absolutely necessarily uh, have to do it. Um, if you're just trying to get out from underneath that loan as quickly as possible, or if you simply don't want a foreclosure on your credit report, then it is advisable. Um, you know, when you're looking at short sale or foreclosure, you always want to go with the short sale in that sense. But definitely try to sell it on the market yourself first. Absolutely. Let's say, again, talking about foreclosures, if it's due to unpaid taxes, how soon is the county going to come after me? How soon will the county follow through with that foreclosure process? Um, great question. So for the tax, uh, property taxes, as they're going up and up um, every year, most people would fall behind at some point. So the county actually does not move quickly. As you know, the government doesn't. Nothing, doesn't, nothing moves fast when it comes to government. So you might have some three year period in there, maybe even six years before they'll come back and say, hey, you owe us. Um, and when we're talking about the county, the county's lawyers would represent uh, the county itself. And sometimes it's actually the school district that you owe the taxes to, depending on how much you've been paying on your taxes every year. A lot of the mortgage companies um, factor that in into your escrow account. So they make sure that you have an escrow account so that doesn't happen. But for people that don't have an escrow account, they are responsible for paying that uh, those taxes directly to the county every year. So take care of that. Uh, if you don't, they will not come after you for a few years and you still have a chance to address it because it'll be a lawsuit Speaking of, let's say I was just served with a foreclosure lawsuit. What's the next step I need to take as soon as I receive that, uh, as soon as I'm served with that lawsuit? Um, the very first step with the foreclosure lawsuit, it will be the same thing as every other lawsuit. Do not ignore it. Make sure you answer um, to tell your side of the story. So what I mean by that is there's a period by which you have to respond. The lawsuit will tell you you have 14 days, you have 20 days. In a foreclosure lawsuit, depending on the kind of foreclosure, you might have 20 days or you might have 38 days. So um, the tax foreclosures are slightly different. And then the um, the ones that we call judicial foreclosures in Texas could be because an HOA is doing the foreclosure, uh, homeowners associations, or because the uh, loan is a home equity loan or a reverse mortgage. We'll talk more about those later, uh, but definitely look at the document called the citation, and it will tell you the number of days you have. Send something in, even if you haven't hired a lawyer yet, and that would help you to answer the lawsuit. But my suggestion is if, if there's something 
such as a house, a stake, or investment property, then you should get a lawyer to answer that lawsuit for you and answer it within the, the time period. And definitely, if you've gotten to the point where you have been served with the lawsuit, or even if you're just getting to the point of starting to have trouble, whether you're having trouble making that mortgage payment, property taxes, HOA dues, any number of things, you want to have an expert on your side. Shade Ogunbode can be that expert for you. She's offering a free consultation. Call 512-693-7117. You can also find a lot of details on her website, ShadeLegal.com. That's S-A-D-E legal.com. Let's talk about loan modifications. We touched on this earlier. Let's say I already submitted an application for a modification to my lender, but they haven't approved it yet. Can the lender still follow through with a foreclosure, even though I'm in that process of trying to get a modification done? Um, the this, this question comes up quite a bit. Um, technically, no. The lender is not supposed to follow through with foreclosure until they've given you a final decision, yay or nay. Um, If they give you a final decision saying we did not approve you, you have a time period in which you can appeal that decision actually. Um, And then keep going down that that path. Um, however, in real life, the lenders do move forward with foreclosure while your loan modification application is pending. So sometimes you do have to get uh, a little bit more aggressive about um, asserting your rights in that sense. Um, the law says that they shouldn't be doing what we call dual tracking, which means that that's a federal law that says that they cannot have a file open for loan modification and at the same time have a file open for foreclosure. Let's say I really just want to avoid a foreclosure on my credit report. What are my options? Um, for people that simply want to avoid the foreclosure on the credit report, I think we mentioned this briefly when we talked about the different options in general. Um, it's going to be uh, similar as somebody that's wanting to save the home. The main difference being that people that simply don't want a foreclosure on their credit report might be open to selling. Um, so think about talking to a realtor, see what your options are. If you are really open to selling or downsizing in any way, that would be a good one. Um, there's also something called um, the deed in lieu of foreclosure. Now, I don't like those very much, and I'll tell you why, because um, it still shows up on your credit report, not as a foreclosure, but something just a little bit less. And so I don't think that that works out uh, really well for the homeowner, um, especially if you simply are trying to make sure your credit report looks good. So selling or having somebody step in to assume your loan, um, it it will be a great option if you trust that individual and you vetted them. Um, They can step in to take over the loan obligation, but your Uh, credit is getting improved gradually because that person is paying on time. So you could do that with a friend, a family member, or an investor. Most of these loans are not assumable in reality, but there is a way around that. And also you could actually um, get somebody else to step in and you give them sort of like an owner finance. So you still have your mortgage and then you give them a different uh, promissory note saying that they can take over the payments and the house. So that's a little bit different than an assumption. It's called a wrap mortgage or wrap note. Um, And you can ask us more about that offline. Lots of options. You want to make sure if you're finding yourself in a situation where you're dealing with a real estate foreclosure, whether it's your mortgage, your taxes, any of it, 
you want to have an expert on your side, Sade Ogenvode can be that expert for you. Call 512-693-7117. She's right here in Austin, also on the web at SadeLegal.com. That's S-A-D-E legal.com. Sade, you just mentioned a deed in lieu of foreclosure is something that a lender might offer. Spell that out for us a little bit. I know you mentioned it's not really an ideal situation, but spell it out a little bit for our listeners what exactly it is. A deed in lieu of foreclosure is something like it sounds like. So it's a deed in exchange for not doing a foreclosure. Instead of a foreclosure, you give me the title to that house um, if I'm the lender. Um, And then I let you walk away and you owe nothing else, um, typically. And then I don't go through with a foreclosure sale. Now, it sounds great on the surface, right? It sounds really good for people that want to walk away. Um, I don't like it only because uh, if you, you're in an area where the values are holding up um, and you're not pressured, you're not under pressure of that pending foreclosure date, you actually could put it on the market yourself and you might be able to make something out of that sale. Didn't lure foreclosure doesn't give you any money um, to walk away with unless the lender gives you a little bit of a cash incentive, which is usually under $10,000. So if you are able to control the sale, I would say private sale is always better. And in addition to that, like I mentioned a a couple of minutes ago, the deed in lieu of foreclosure still shows up on your credit report. It just is not as uh, damaging as an actual foreclosure. So I would say, say no to that if you can do a private sale. And one word we haven't mentioned at all in our conversation that sometimes people lean towards when they find themselves having trouble meeting their obligations, bankruptcy. Is it a good idea if you're trying to save your home? Um, bankruptcy comes up a lot, doesn't it? Um, in my law firm, the, the, the approach is slightly different. Bankruptcy, we leave as a very, very, very last resort. Um, th- this is because most people don't necessarily want to go down that road. Um, most people don't have to go down that road to stop a foreclosure unless they also have other um, debt obligations that make it make sense. Um, in my opinion, you save that for last. It's like a very last card that you would want to pull in order to save your home. But because we have all those other options that I mentioned um, throughout um, the, the last few minutes, I think just leave that alone. Um, don't do the bankruptcy unless you have to. It does ding your credit report, your credit score quite a bit. It's like the atomic bomb of things that could hurt your credit score. Absolutely. You want to have an expert on your side whenever you're dealing with something as important as real estate foreclosure. Regardless of the situation, get that expert on your side. Sade can be that expert for you. She's offering a free consultation, 512-693-7117, on the web at SadeLegal.com. That's S-A-D-E, legal.com. Sade, that's all the time we've got today. Thanks for joining us on Ask the Experts. Thanks for having me. I think this was um, actually really, really good. <laughs> and again, if you've got questions for Sade for a future episode, email us, asktheexperts at talk1370.com. We'll step aside for a couple of minutes and be right back. You're listening to Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. Nothing in this material should be construed as specific legal advice for your particular situation. For case-specific legal advice, please contact the law office directly. Please note also that most of the content is geared toward Texas state law. This material is provided as educational in nature, and no attorney-client relationship is construed. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.